Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Hello, this is Ghana Connect on Joe 99.7 FM. My name is Maxwell Ababa. Voices of some policemen singing their favorite um, jama. It has been a tough week for the Ghana Police Service. A clash between personnel of the Ghana Police Service and some residents of the Volta region resulted in two deaths and a police patrol vehicle bent. 
In the northern region, there were clashes at the court between police and some residents. Now, to crown the week, uh, Mr. Appearance of COP George Alex Mensah before the ad hoc committee probing the leaked tape allegedly plotting to remove the IGP. At that hearing, the top police officer, who was once speculated to be in line for the top police job, described the IGP as the worst in the history of Ghana. But we have in the past had many commendations for the IGP. So tonight on Ghana Connects, the citizens' verdicts on the dampery effect. Connecting is Robert Akutwa Mwafu. He's a management and leadership consultant. Also connecting is Michael Nanabamfu. He's a businessman. Samuel Amua, he's the PRO of the Ghana Private Roads Transport Union. And as you know, they have a lot of interface with the police. Josephine Mawena Azuma is a youth activist. Also connecting is Jamil Yaya Idi, a victim of the Tamale court clash. Um, and then Adam Bona, he's a security analyst. We also have Wisdom in Dukwe. He's the SLC, uh, former SLC vice president at the University of Ghana, Legon. Gentlemen and ladies, welcome to Ghana Connect. You can also connect via the phone lines on WhatsApp. Let us know what you make of the current IGP. Today, it is your assessment. We've heard from the politicians. We've heard from the president. We've heard from uh, the movers and shakers of this country. Today is your turn. Remember to send us a WhatsApp on 055-111-1997. 055-111-1997. We also have polls running um, on social media networks on X and then also on the Joy FM um, Facebook page. Remember um, to join the conversation. We'll be glad to read your messages and to hear your assessment of the current IGP, George Ikufu Dampari. Let me welcome my guests um, right now. Gentlemen, lady, welcome to Ghana Connect. Thank you. Great. Glad, Thank to, have, you. Mm, glad to have all of you. Let me start with you, Robert Akutuamuafo. Um, he's a management and leadership um, consultant. Robert, first of all, I want to find out from you what you make of um, all that has been happening um, this week. Um, from the committee, ad hoc committee sittings, all that has, um, you know, that came up earlier um, in the day, um, today, and then yesterday. Thank you very much, Maxwell, for this opportunity. I have been very worried and concerned about the approach in which uh, this is being done. And it's quite worrying when an institution like the Ghana Police Service have things like these coming up and cropping up especially when it's regards to the leadership and when we have other leaders within an institution and we hear such statements from them publicly and for that matter having uh, such a thing leaked it's being said to be leaked is very worrying that uh, we have these comments being made and the attitude of um, this person and what they are saying about the igp is quite concerning a quick background I don't know the IGP, he's not my friend. I've known him from work, from afar, and, and, and I don't have any relationship with him. 
neither do I know the person who is making this statement about um, the IGP. My professional view is, is wrong. If you have a boss, I'm sure every institution has a process that they go through if you feel that there's something going on wrong within the institution that you need to correct. If you feel that something is wrong within an institution, the best thing to do and the best thing and the best group of people who should know best are security officers. I don't expect this to happen within the, the military or the police, that they know rank, they know process, they know what you are supposed to follow and they're supposed to know the law. So for us to hear that a police officer goes into another space to go and have such a conversation about their boss, and then later on come into a, a plenary and open public and still go ahead to speak the way he did, it's quite worrying, and it's something that I think is not very good for us to have in, in, in a country as ours, seen as a beacon of democracy and a beacon of, of having some good police relations in our country so far. That would be my first reaction. Great to hear from you, um, Robert. Robert, you've set the tone for um, this conversation. I, I want to find out from um, Wisdom in Dukwe, who is a former vice president uh, of the University of Ghana, Students' Representative um, Council. Uh, Wisdom, what really is your assessment of the current IGP? Uh, we know he became um, IGP August 1, so two years he has been in office as the Inspector General of Police. As a citizen of okay. this country, what is your assessment? Okay, so um, as a citizen, I feel like um, there's been some hits in his discharge of his duty as IGP, and there's been some misses. So with respect to some of the hits, in terms of like police disability, in terms of like um, the police being more friendly, even the appearance, the, the appearance of friendliness, in that you can go and then tweet at the police, and then they are more responsive now, and then they appear to be um, more welcoming of even dissenting um, opinions and dissenting positions. And then even, an example, recently, um, I think last year, earlier in the year last year, there were incidents of like um, clashes on campus, and then the response of the Ghana police led by the IGP was um, one that was instrumental in restoring calm on campus. And then there's been different, and there's been a lot of examples where the IGP has had to, um, and the police force in general has had to intervene to ensure that there's been some calm. But then there's been some there's been some messes because again, um, all right, it's unfortunate that the 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 audio is leaked that is already out, but then a it, it, it creates a particular impression about the states of um, the police people that are working under the IGP. So the IGP, in my opinion, has like um, two responsibilities. One to the Ghanaian people in general, and then also as leader of the police force to ensure that and there's some environment, like congenial environment for police people to do their work. And then from all the conversations that have been happening, it appears that within the service, a lot of people are disgruntled. And then, the all of those things like um to an extent go to affect the amount of um the amount of work that they do or even how they approach their work so yes there's been some hits a lot of hits and then there's been um some few some few mishaps along the way yes 
Interesting. Um, Wisdom, we'll be giving you the opportunity to actually um, grade the IGP before we end the show um, today. Uh, but let me come to you, Samuel Amwa. You are the public relations officer of the Ghana Private Road Transport um, Union. You have been dealing with the police a lot. Yeah. And you've had experiences um, with different IGPs. I, I want to find out from you um, what you make of this current Inspector General of Police. Wisdom is impressed with uh, police visibility. Yeah. In every nook and cranny, yeah. um, now you see police officers stationed there. Some persons say that alone can, you know, repel crime. He's also mm. impressed with the yeah. friendliness of the police. We know you deal with the police a lot. What, 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 is, what is your mm. assessment? What's your impressions of all these things that Wisdom is saying? Yeah, thank you very much. Um, to us, uh, first of all, let me say good evening to, to your, your listeners and viewers out there. Yes, uh, what I'll say about this is, um, you know, yes, as you rightly say, drivers, we deal with, you know, police a lot. Um, there are so many instances where police will arrest the driver. Um, sometimes, you know, there will not be a time that we see that the driver will not have, uh, you know, offend the law. So uh, we, we, we deal with the police a lot. So let me come back to um, the current IGP. Yes, um, to us as drivers and leaders of uh, the transport operators, uh, we have found out that this current IGP is doing well. Um, he has had um, so many engagements with, with the, the transport sector, having meetings to George with us, you know, coming to our terminals to come and find out uh, our challenges, our problems, and some of the challenges we have with, 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 the, with some of the police personnel. And it's like um, he's, he's, he's open. He, he opens up and to us. We, we think... Um, He's doing well. He's doing well. And also, um, he has also created uh, some kind of friendship between um, um, the, the driving sector and the police. Although it's not all, but um, if, I, if I have to, you know, compare to, you know, some previous times, we, I can say the IGP now is doing well. And then uh, uh, I remember the, the, there was a meeting we had with the IGP at the uh, new station in Accra. Um, he came there and, uh, you know, he sat with all the drivers and, you know, uh, everybody had an opportunity to ask whatever questions that they need to ask. And there are instances who come down to come and explain things for all the drivers to understand and know that. And we, we, were, we were happy, you know, to, to see that. So um, if you ask me, um, yes, basically, uh, the, IGP, the IGP currently is, is doing well. When it comes to the relationship with the drivers, so so wait, all these things you, you you're saying, you didn't experience them with um, past IGPs. Oh well, we we we, we experienced them uh, with the past IGP, but um, what I can say is, um, yes, if you ask my personal opinion, I'll say, um, in terms of uh, this current IGP is very friendly, um, he's very dynamic. Um, he has a listening ear. I'm not saying the past ones don't have, but uh, if, if you ask my personal opinion, yes, I can say um, he has a way of, you know, uh, communicating. He has a way of coming down to your level to understand where you are coming from. Then you also find out how to deal with you. So I think um, he's doing well. 
Thank you, Samuel. Um, let, let me go to the only lady on the panel, um, Mawena. Mawena, the first three, uh, first three panelists, um, Robert, um, Wisdom, and then Samuel, all seem to agree that when he when we're talking about um, police community relations, we've definitely seen an improvement um, with IGP Dam Paris um, uh, tenure. Um, they talk about friendliness of the police. They talk about police visibility as well. You are a youth activist. Um, I'm interested in what you have observed so far. Thank you, Maxwell. And then I'll uh, begin with the very conversation that has started uh, this discourse we are having. Okay. Now, if you listen to the audio that was leaked, supposedly, one of the concerns that actors of the audio had was that if Dan Parry is still in office, he would make it difficult for uh, the NPP to come into power, or he would make it difficult for them to retain their seats. So it goes to prove that at least he's doing something right. And I agree with wisdom about the fact that Dampari has made a very conscious effort to change uh, the face of the Ghana Police Service as we've had it previously. There's a deliberate effort to bring the people or to bring the police to the people. Uh, talk of increasing police visibility. About two weeks ago, I was working with a couple of friends. We decided to stop at public transport. And then one of my colleagues says, look, the police is like, 10 meters away. If you stop them, it would cause an issue. So the IGP is doing something right. And talk mm. about the police response to uh, issues, particularly on social media. Previously, it was very difficult to assess information from cases that the police were investigating and other matters like that. But now, an issue happens. You go to social media, there's a response. You go to social media, there's a response. So I think he's doing something right. But we also need to look at how these activities are translating into uh, certain issues like the corruption perception of the police, for instance. Where was it before Dan Parry? Where is it now? Somewhere in 2019, it was at 57%. Last year, it moved up to 65%. So how are his activities affecting some of these key issues? Because if we can come to you at all times, if police is at every barrier. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. But at every barrier, the police is taking bribes. Then it leaves a bit to the desire. But I do appreciate the deliberate efforts to change the face of the police, to move away from uh, the police is going to harm us, to I can go to the police at any point. And I know that response is going to be quicker now than it was perhaps two years ago. Thank you, um, Marwina. I want to come to you, um, to our security analyst, uh, Dr. Adam Bonham. But Marwina mentioned something about the you know, perception, corruption perception um, about the police. And I know that in the past, um, we've had the IGP fighting of claims um, that the Ghana Police Service is the most corrupt um, institution um, in the country. In fact, wrote a long article debunking um, a research work, dismissing a research work that put police, um, that said police was the most corrupt institution um, when, it, when it comes to, um, you know, bribe taking and all of that. Let me find out from Samuel. Samuel Piero of the GPRTU. What is it like yeah. um, under IGP Dampari? Have you, do the police officers, do they still, um, I mean, we, we know what usually happens. Is, is that still <laughs> the case of, or, or you've observed a reduction and, you know, well, um, yeah, what I would say about this is uh, when it comes to uh, the corruption of the police, you know, I can say nowadays, uh, uh, I can say it has come down a little bit. Oh, and yeah. it's like uh, even within the police service, they know some eyes are, you know, watching them. So sometimes when, you know, they are doing some certain things, you know, they are careful because they know you know, the boss has eyes, you know, all over those areas and that if you are taking and if you don't take time, you'll be caught and, you know, it will give you a problem. But, you know, um, yes, you, 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 can't, you, can't just, you can't just take it off like that. Um, the drivers are still complaining. Even myself, sometimes we do experience some of them. Uh, some of the police personnel, I, 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 I don't know why. Um about all the the effort that the IGP is you know making to bring down all these things, you know there are some of the police personnel that still goes out there to make sure that they extort money from drivers and all that. And uh, uh, comparing to previous times, I can say it has come down a little bit because there was an instance where um, some some uh, some drivers were arrested and you know. Um, as a, a, a PRO for the drivers, I went in and then I went in to plead on, on behalf of the drivers and they were cautioned. Um, they were given warning letters and, you know, we signed a, bill, a bond for them 
you know, not to com commit the same, you know, offense again. And I saw that it was a good move because it's not everything that, you know, the police has to say, we are taking money, we are taking money. Because uh, there, are, there are some 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 crimes, or the, if I may put, there are some offenses that there, there, there must be some, consider some, some consideration. But some of the police too, uh, I don't know. When when they wake up in the morning, all they know is that uh, they are going in to get something to put in their pocket. But you know, I can say the IGP now has set some eyes at some areas, even within the police. When you, you are with them and they are they are they are, they are making the conversations, you do hear from them that this time around, if you are not careful and you go about spotting money, uh, you know you, you can be caught. So I can say it has come down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, Samuel. Now, let, let's go to Dr. Adam Bona, who's a security um, analyst. Um, Dr. Bona, you've, you've had um, the conversation. Um, you've had um, our panelists. Uh, IGP Dampari is, in fact, um, credited with ramping up police visibility. Um, in fact, um, when he was the director general of the National Patrol Department during the tenure of former IGP Mohammed Al-Hassan, um, the, the police visibility program was launched and we saw police at every corner. And now that he's in the driving seat himself, that has increased. He has ramped up the visibility of the police. In fact, last year, um, August, the police had 1,000 motorbikes. And that is also helping, you know, the work of the police. I want to find out from you, for the visibility of the police, how are ordinary citizens, you know, benefiting from these visibility well, yes, thank you, and uh, good evening to your listeners and the, my co-panelists. Well, just like you alluded to, citizens are benefiting from police visibility uh, in, in, you know, different ways. This time around, for instance, uh, I was arrested two weeks ago by a police officer just around the same area, Honorable Atachian said, publicly that he was arrested. This time around, I usually don't drive by myself, but that day I was driving by myself. And a car nearly, I stopped at the traffic light at the uh, airport traffic, the, the major traffic intersection there. And a speeding truck would have run into me if I had stayed, so I moved. But obviously I jumped the red lights. The police officer, I knew he was going to come after me. And the car, the car I drive in the past, the police officer would just ignore his oh, these are troublemakers. I packed. And he came and told me, you have, uh, you went through traffic. And he told me that I saw what happened. But you see, I can't just let you go. You have to go to the station. I followed him to the station. A uh, young police officer, maybe young, you know, young enough to be my son. And I followed him to the police station. Just like your, uh, my co-panelists unanimously have agreed that Changes have occurred, and the police is doing well. They they cautioned me, and asked, and they suppose I narrated it. But I was very sober. I told them, well, I mean, we like the work they are doing, and so they let me off with a warning. And you know, eventually they had to track down the driver who nearly ran ran into me, and I think they they sent him to court in a way for overspeeding. I think yeah, they 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 told me they did that the next day, which I thought was good. And so mine is that change makers usually suffer. Once you find uh, a supposedly rotten institution in the past, we are all in this country. We know how low the police service 
you know, descended to, to a point where we had uh, a police IGP saying, like, suddenly having that crimes do not happen. And mind is that these were times that some of us were furious with the Ghana Police Service. Very furious because we appoint IGPs in Ghana, not for heaven. And so I agree with your uh, co-panelist, the lady, the only lady amongst us raised the issue about corruption index. Yes, it is true. Some police officers are still, uh, you know, attempt to take money, but there is there's a reduction in, in major cities and also because uh, the police now deploys somehow, I think, some body cameras. In the recent, uh, you know, MPP election, I'm told they deployed about 1,000 body cameras to these locations. They didn't have them in the past. And so mine is that listening to what took place today, I would want to say that uh, we've got to be very careful. And I recommend it. I said it publicly, I think, on your network and other networks earlier on, that I'm not saying the COP has mental challenges, but some of us will recommend that the committee will do us a lot of good if they recommend for uh, you know, psychological evaluation for some of these people who come before them. Because, you know, when it was put to the COP about his testimony yesterday, he said he cannot remember. This was just yesterday. He said he can't remember, uh, you know. And they told him, you you said this under oath. He said he cannot remember. So mine is that uh, I would not want to conclude by saying, no, uh, this, but I think that it is always fair if you listen to uh, clinical psychologists and psychologists, they'll tell you that we all have a limit to which psychologically we can go. And from the way we flip-flop, and the way like the inconsistencies, and you know what you said yesterday, you said today he doesn't remember. And, and you know, coupled with that, I just think that uh, it is important that we ask the committee, including the chairman, to probably ask for some uh, evaluation to be done so that we are certain that everything looks okay. Because for me, observing from afar and um, for security, person who works in the security fraternity, within the security fraternity, I get worried because, uh, you know, these are supposed to be subordinates of the IGP who are now there uh, saying things that are not proper. And when this thing becomes public, he still insists that it's a private conversation. Everyone was told yesterday that it isn't. It is rather, uh, they, they, you know, they've taken the veil, and therefore there is nothing private about it again. He's still maintaining that it is. Yesterday he was told that Google and Abusa, they recorded the tape, where he said it is doctored, it is edited, and they told him, give us the original tape. He said it's for the president. But Google and Abusa, he, he recorded. And Google and Abusa swore an oath to uh, say whatever, you know, under oath, he said, I did the recording, got the tape myself, and after the tape leaked, I sent it to the president. Today, uh, the gentleman says, no, he has intel that uh, the IGP did the recording. So these are some of the reasons why I think seriously that uh, the chairman, because at the time the chairman, I you could see the chairman was not too happy. I don't want to say he lost his school. But he was not, he wasn't happy and he kept telling him, listen, this is a serious committee and what you say, uh, you, could, you could be found, you know, uh, you know, you could be uh, told that, uh, you know, you swear and put and you have lied and that is perjury and that is criminal. And then you have to sit there. And I told that, Charlie, it looks like uh, the COP, uh, you know, we need to maybe 
we need to be asking questions beyond what is going on in parliament and asking that certain things might be done. I mean, that is not observation. That is not to say yeah. uh, what I'm saying is the truth. But those who are observing, if they are going to be candid, yeah. will tell you that maybe it is important a psychological evaluation is done sure. of the COP. Sure. Sure, Dr. Bonner, you're still listening to Ghana Connect on Joe 99.7 FM. The conversation, the citizens' verdict on the Dampari effect. We've had a lot of commendations from um, politicians, from the president, uh, from the movers and shakers of this country. Um, and they've been commending the IGP, Dr. Jojikufu Dampari. Some have described him as the um, best IGP we've ever had. Well... Um, are the committee, ad hoc committee sittings, um, you know, probing um, the leaked um, tape this week, a top official of the Ghana Police Service, COP George Alex Mensah, described the IGP as the worst in the history of Ghana. So today we are asking you, the citizens, what your verdict really is. We are asking you to do an assessment of the um, IGP. What do you make of his tenure? Two years into office. What do you make of that? You can join us via WhatsApp. You can send your comments via WhatsApp 055-1111-997. 055-1111-997. So connect via WhatsApp. We'll be glad to read your messages. You can also connect via X social media platform on Twitter. Uh, Michael Ashali is waiting patiently to read your messages um, later um, on the show. Uh, also, you can also um, join us via Facebook. Leave your, your, your comments under the stream and I'll be glad to um, read your messages um, as well. But let me go to um, Robert. Before I come to um, Edi, Edi is connecting um, from the northern region. I'll be coming to you shortly, um, Edi. But let me find out from you, Robert. Robert, you've said very, I mean, very good things about the um, current IGP and how um, the Ghana Police Service under his turn and I'm doing so well. But I'm sure there are areas where you tell yourself, look, I think there's more room for improvement in this area. If you speak to a lot of journalists, journalists in Ghana now, they'll tell you that they are not happy with how the current IGP has centralized police, police communications, such that now, if an incident happens and you want a police officer to comment on the issue, you will never get them responding to it. In fact, they'll direct you to, um, to the headquarters, you get in touch with the headquarters also, and there's no response at all from the police. So there are very big stories that um, we've reported on, but we did not get any response you know, um, from the police. All they do is to post um, a, 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 what, a statement on the page, on, the, on your Facebook page. We take the statement and then you know, we pull that out. Some say, some journalists actually say that police is running away from accountability you know, um, with that centralization of its communications. I mean, just some weeks ago, five suspected land guards were killed at Wager. We couldn't interrogate any police officer because police have centralized, you know, its communication. I want to find out from you, which areas do you think there's more room for, for improvement for the police service? Hello, Robert. Obviously, um, obviously, one of the key areas like you mentioned would be that um, we get communications um, easily flowing. And I think one of the panelists already alluded to the fact that we get quick response. I would testify also on that, that sometimes things happen and we get the police version of that in their statement. And as far as some of us are concerned, we also want to hear from a source that we can read and understand and know that this is the proper and 
real way that's coming. If you see, of late, you see more police ahead, um, letterheads on your screens than before. And that is a clear indication about how communications are going. Of course, every leader has a way of addressing challenges. I'm sure there have been challenges with the way when communications is left freely, people communicate and get these things wrong or say things that could have been said in a better way. We don't know what the, the, the IGP is doing around communications within the police service. Maybe it's time that we question him and ask him accountable to make him accountable. Of course, we are not saying that um, he's sacrosanct. There are spaces that there are trouble. For instance, like you mentioned, this incident of, of people dying, I, I just heard about the police running over some people um, in Hohoi and all of that. So those are things that we think that progressively we expect that he will work on to ensure that he brings his men in line. That when things are put in place, services that are, put, are, 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 are giving are done properly. That um, um, now police, the corruption in the police service is reduced. And that we see more education, more education on the police service in our on, on our, our TV and in spaces that we need to hear from. That would be a good plus on his part. And then also making it easy for people to access um, 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 the, the, the information that you talk about. So for me, I think that these are areas that he can look at, especially looking at how maybe if it takes that they should create a space where the media interact with the police whenever there's an issue, create um, a, 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 play, a space where the journalists can go and have access to a press statement, a press um, 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 a press conference or something like that that will contribute to that um, part of, of the work that they do. So for me, this is these are what I would say um, that he can he can improve in his his tenure um, as as police um, IGP. Yeah. Um, Robert, if you, if you follow the conversation today, in fact, um, COP George Alex Mensah um, mentioned that as one of the um, I mean reasons why he's not happy um, with the administration of um, the current IGP. He talked about how um, police communication has been centralized. You, you, you are a management and leadership consultant. Uh, do you think this is the best way to do things? Hello. You know, in, we say leadership is situational. Um, leadership is situational in the sense that depending on what is happening at the moment, you adapt skills, strategies, and ways to address the situation. Now, in, 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 like we say, I would have loved to know what caused the, the, the IGP to decide to centralize communications. Why did the IGP decide that I, it seems that there's something wrong that we need to centralize communications and then I can comment and then to, I can to, say, okay, to, to is the there a plan to continuously or gradually release it? Is there a plan, for instance, if you say that maybe um, regional commanders are not communicating properly, have you put in place training programs to ensure that these people are trained so that if they are communicating properly, they are not communicating properly, then they'll be, they'll be um, trained. But like I'll say, in professionally, I'll say leader, leadership, situational leadership is what is advice, strategic leadership. Mm. But when you come into office, yeah, but you Robert, look at the situation. But, but Robert, you mm. agree with me that delegation of duties is also very important, that as a leader, no, you don't have to... Delegate. You don't... Uh, we're speaking, Dr. Buna. No, I'm saying it's a delegation. And I'm saying mm -hmm. delegation like, uh, you know, uh, Robert said, uh, you delegate. It has to be situational. Uh, if, if, if uh, you know, 
whether they do more of the leadership, uh, you know, I do part, I do part and part of it, but not full time. I mean, it's situational. So how do you delegate? If uh, you think your delegation, your ability, uh, you know, uh, your ability to delegate or delegating to people that sometimes you do not get it right. And so I think that that let me not cut into uh, Robert. Robert, kindly, uh, sorry for uh, interjecting. No, I, I think he thank you very much Doc, uh, for, for that yes you say that you only delegate to people that you are confident in you delegate to people that you are sure that whatever delegation you are doing would get the results that you are looking for if you are a leader within an institution that is why I'm saying that maybe what we like we are all saying that maybe what the IGP needs to do is to put in place a strategic program if he needs his officers to be trained so that those who have who need to communicate to communicate. Is there a protocol for communicating with the media and journalists? If there's not that, is he putting it in place to ensure that over time, when it's when when um, there's a protocol, for instance, if something has happened in your region, are you supposed to communicate? Is this something that you should refer to at a higher body? If you are supposed to communicate, what can you say? What can you not say? All those things are things that we need to ensure that we put in place. So for me, I think that if somebody decides, if a leader decides to centralize something or decentralize or to do something, it is supposed to be something that is aimed at changing a situation that is in at the moment and put in place a program that will better it. So for instance, I agree with you. We need to hear from the police more. We need to hear from other commanders, regional commanders who are on the ground when issues happen in their regions. But we need to make sure that they are communicating the right thing that does not put the reputation of the police force in, the, in, in dispute. That the, a police commander will say something as a security person and later has to come back and, and, and withdraw it. No, that is wrong. Okay. So for me, I think that it's important that if he has, this is what he has done and he's listening, my recommendation is please put in place a program. That is aimed at training your police officers and the people who are supposed to communicate so that when it is time for them to communicate, there's a clear understanding of what they can say, okay. what they cannot say, and the protocol okay. to Thank ensure you. that it's, it's done in a manner that okay. is according to what okay. the police expect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Robert. Now, let me go to Jamil Yaya. He's connecting um, from the northern region um, this week. There's been there was a clash at a court in the northern region. Um, he was a victim. Uh, Yaya, welcome to Ghana Connect. Yeah, good evening. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, how are you doing now? You good? Yeah, I'm good now. I'm good now. Yo, what is that? My, all, all, every time my life is stretching now. This day, now and then, every day, everybody there. The police are my Headache now. You see, there's something which is happening. I'm not, I'm not having a problem with the current IGP because if you listen to people in Accra, Kumasi, they talk about good about the current IGP. But in Northern Region, it's another different story altogether. Another different story. There's a lot of uh, what they call it, illegal drugs south in Northern Region, especially the Tramadol, the Rafinol thing, and all those stuff. So a group of area people talk about it and they sit in a meeting and discuss about it say, oh, how are we going to stop this? Because if we don't stop this, we're not going to get the future leaders tomorrow. So wait, so are, you, are you saying yeah. you're not feeling, you're not feeling um, the damp area effect in the northern region? No, I'm not feeling the effect, effect in northern region. The police in northern region is different in altogether. Really? Can I tell you something? Currently, that was, with the incident in court, like a motorbike, this, uh, about three motorbikes, a police officer stole from the people. Oh. 
no, I, I think these are these are not these are not things that we can verify easily. So uh, I, 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 it is true. It is true. It's true. Uh, it is true. Maxwell, it when, is true. When, when did this happen? It happened two, three days ago when the, the, there was a clash and a police officer, how he ended up, three motorbikes ended up at his house. So that police officer, I think, has been arrested as we speak. And so I just want to say what the gentleman is saying uh, is true. Three motorbikes that were declared missing were found in the compound or somehow with that particular police officer. And so it's just to say that uh, because I checked and it is true. And so it's just to say what the, the gentleman is saying. I don't know him, uh, but uh, what he's saying is true. A police, no. I think that police officer or they've released him. So that okay. is true. Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Idiot. A police officer threatened me to shoot me. It's in the media everywhere. What, what did you do? Uh, you know, we are arrested. You see on uh, TikTok and Facebook recently, in Northern region, they are arresting the drugs and we are burning it. The tramadol and the rapinol, all the drugs that makes people not to be in their licenses. Because it's rampant in Northern region. If you watch GWTV recently, Tamale is the heart of tramadol. And when I'm telling you, from our babu to every corner of Tamale, they are selling drugs. That's the... Uh, 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 what is what, what I, the transit of drugs? The people who are coming from Nigeria pass through Lobe, and the people who are coming from Burkina Faso pass through Ouagadougou uh, uh, to enter. They are bringing the drugs in northern region, and there's nothing police is doing about it. And we, to the uh, the resident people who are arresting the drugs, that the police, you know, to embrace what we are doing. It's another different thing altogether. Okay. See. Okay. Yeah, let me. Hold on. I want to tell you something. Okay. We arrested a drug give to police because we wanted the police to do something about it. And the two people they arrested together with the drugs. And roaming in town saying that they, they pay uh, 1500 1500 from police. Seriously. This is what is happening. As I'm telling okay. you now, my life is on stake. Okay, Idi, Idi, uh, before you go, I want to find out from you, what's your assessment of the police under this current IGP? On a scale of, z on a scale of 0 to 100, what will be your uh, grading? What will uh, be your grading? Current, I will give IGP uh -huh. 60 40. 60 40. 60 40. Wait, because 40, in 60? Accra, Kumasi is doing well, but in northern region, it's different altogether. Okay, so in Accra, you give him 60%, but in the northern it, region, you give him 40%. I'll give him 40%. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, um, Edi. Now, let me, let me go to Mawena. Mawena. They use the police to them out, wherever they want, right? Hello, Mawena. Hi, Maxwell. I'm still here. Yes. So in one minute, I want you to tell us the areas where you want the police to improve their services. You are obviously, you know, um, impressed. But just like I was asking, um, Edi, Edi says in Accra, he would give the IGP 60%. In the northern region, 40% because he's not feeling um, the dampery effect. What would be your assessment? Zero to 100 I think that I would uh, score a 70, and very quickly I might give why. Uh, 70 because, like I mentioned earlier, there are still some lapses to be covered, like, for instance, um, corruption-related issues, because those such issues are very glaring. And for me, as a youth activist, I would be a bit biased. I would say that um, we need to 
develop or we need to better our response to um, violent extremisms or our response to clashes because usually they use at the receiving end of it. They are mostly involved, um, attacked, killed in some instances. So essentially for me, uh, let's increase, sorry, let's decrease corruption in the police service. Let's also improve on our responses to clashes because the youth are usually at stake and the youth matter. Thank you, Maureen. I'll be coming to our other panelists, um, but Papani Michael Ashali um, is here with messages um, on X and then from Facebook. Uh, we have a lot, you know, tons of messages. Um, Papani. Yes, Agbagba. So, I mean, let me take you to X, what we originally know as Twitter. Uh, we had a poll out, and the question was, as a citizen, have you observed an improvement in the quality of the police, and are you happy with your service and the IGP Dampare? Well, on the Joy FM handle, we have quite a number of people I mean, joining in on this poll, and you'd believe me that uh, the no's have it uh, 21%, and yes, 79%. This is on Joy FM. Wait, what was the question? The question again is, as a citizen, have you observed an improvement in the quality of the police and are you happy with your service and the IGP Dampare? Okay. And 79% says yes, they have observed an improvement in the quality 79%. of the police. 79%? And this is wow. on Joy FM. Okay. Now, but if I take you to the Joy News one, hmm. uh, the number of people that join are even way more and you, I'll share with you some of their um, individual experiences that they decided to put out um, there. So, but we have other people also joining us from WhatsApp. We'll also bring you some of those. Let me give you um, the join news poll. The same question. We have 71% saying yes again, and then 29% saying no. You'd almost think that is is the same poll, but this time around, if you have doubled the number of people who voted on Joy FM's um, handle, wow. but some of, of the comments and that says, well, this is from um, at 21 trim. It says, truth be told, by observation on social media, feedback is yes. IGP is one of the numerous appointments that Nana Ado has made for a thumbs up. Then there are a couple of other ones. This one says that, uh, this is from um, EB. He says, I have not seen any improvement. They will take bribe on the road. They will take bail fees, etc. What has changed? And he's asking uh, Ghana police and he adds Apu to, to, to it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so those are views from social media, X and Facebook. But in um, 30 seconds, let me find out from you. Um, Wisdom, Wisdom, what's your assessment? 0 to 100. Um, what, what, what will be your score for the IGP? Okay, so on a scale of 0 to 100, um, I'll give the, the, the IGP um, a 75. That's like a B plus. In terms of um, the perception, the psychological, um, the psychological bit of it, is done exceptionally well. Now I see the police and then the fear that used to grip a lot of people in times past is no longer um, is no longer existent now. The the maxim that the police is your friend has never been more real than it has been in any time like as a young person at any other point in time in my life. There are a number of things that um, that needs continuous improvement. But then overall, personally I'm impressed with the with the IGP and I I, I just hope that the powers that, that be, especially going into next year's elections, do not have a way of um, trying to touch him and then take him off so as to do whatever it is that they want to do. 
I feel like he's a visionary and then he's a visionary leader that is very dynamic, like other panelists have said. And then his ideas are fresh, they are rejuvenating a lot of like, a lot of Ghanaians, even from your polls, are saying that they, they are happy with the kind of service that the police is rendering under him. So overall, a 75, yes, a, a B plus. Yeah. B plus, interesting. Um, let me find out from you, Samuel, Samuel, what's your score? Yeah. Um, um, my score, I'll give the IGP 70. Um, why am I saying this? Um, I can see, um, the police visibility now has been increased. Um, gone are the days where, you know, you'll be walking and you don't find a police, you know, around. And then uh, I'm coming from Ashima. That is where my business center is. And, you know, some, some time ago, you can't walk, you know, around mid midnight, around some areas in Ashima, but Float, you can be walking and you see a police motorbike patrolling, you know, everywhere. And uh, so, as I, was, I say, I'll give the IGP 70. But one area that I'll, I'll, I think uh, they, they have to, you know, improve a little bit is um, um, their communication with the drivers. Okay. Okay. Thank I'll you very much, Samuel. Okay. Thank you very much, Samuel. Certainly a great time to be a police officer. The verdict is out. And you say you are impressed with IGP Dampari's administration. We have fans of messages coming on our WhatsApp console. This one here says, um, I'm highly, uh, I'm, I'm sad listening to the utterances of COP Mensa before the parliamentary committee. In fact, his utterances do not reflect that of a professional police officer. The least said about him, uh, the better. These are um, your views. We have another one also. one is from you, Dixon from Hohoi. Dixon says the fact for me is that majority of Ghanaians are happy about the leadership style of the current IGP and it is normal for some people to be unhappy. Personally, I think the IGP is doing well for Ghana just as his predecessors. He's just building on what has been built. He is trying to make things better than before. Let's uh, support him to continue his good job. Fans of messages. Unfortunately, we cannot read all the messages, but I want to say Special thanks to um, our panelists for um, connecting. Robert Akutua Mwafu is a management and leadership consultant. Uh, we had Samuel Amwa, is the PR of the Ghana Private Rules Transport Union. We had Josephine Mawena at Zuma. She's a youth activist. We had Jamil Yaya Idish. He connected with us from Tamale in the northern region. And then we had Adam Bona, Dr. Adam Bona. He's a security um, analyst. My name is Maxwell um, Agbagba. And um, Andy Dusty is next with some great tunes. <laughs>